right, one more. Just say words. Say a few words. A few words. Yeah, say a few words. A few words. Word to your mother. Right. Do you have a favorite letter? Talk about why it's your favorite letter. Um. Uh, I have a favorite vowel. Yeah. Yeah. I love the love. Love you. Oh, that's love, nice. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. I love you too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's a great pickup line, dude. <laughs> like by accident, we found a really good pickup. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Welcome, welcome back to Comedian Ordinaire, the world's most okay podcast. My name is Dan O, coming at you with something a little bit different. Uh, I said that I wanted to put out as many podcasts as I can over the stay at home that we all have to endear. Is that the way to say it, endear? Because if if I endear something, then endure? Endure? Because if I endear something... It's like I adore it. Like this is my endearing look towards goldfish crackers. Endure. I think I meant to say endure. We all have to endure this. Anyways, I thought that I would do something different. Um, So my brother and I have a sort of podcast schedule over the next few weeks. Um, One day we are going to... Talk about rap music. We're going to do album reviews. We'll look at the careers of some artists and talk about them. We'll talk about really rap music, though. It's going to be incredibly specific to just that genre. We're going to talk about everything that we like. Um, And then once a week, we'll also do Logo and the Goat. That one seems pretty exciting. There is an NBA trivia contest coming very shortly. Please give me some time. Uh, There's a lot of people that want to do it, and I need to come up with questions for all of them. And... I think I finally got it all ready, but that will be coming very soon. Um, And then, you know, once a week, my brother and I are also going to shoot the shit and just have fun or whatever. I might hop on and do some solo ones. I still have old sets from the beginning of the year that I never really got to break down so I can get back to my roots and talk about stand-up comedy a little bit more. Um, But that's pretty much what's going to be coming. So today... It's all rap, and I am talking about one of my favorite rap albums of all time by my favorite rapper of all time. His name is Shad, S-H-A-D, and this, in my opinion, is his best rap album. So my brother and I sat down and just went through what we thought about it track by track. So if you're not interested, you can leave. You got the right to leave two minutes and... 29 20 30 or 31 seconds in if you want you can just go if you really want to do that um but hey if you don't if you stick around and decide to listen to the review thank you so much um you can support the podcast by sharing it telling a friend um please keep in touch with all of your friends in a time like this uh i hope you are i hope you're doing what you can and staying safe I like I didn't even know Zoom was a thing until late March and now I'm like a pro. I love the backgrounds that come on it. 
like I know how to set up a call. Calls only last 40 minutes if you have the free version. Like it's crazy how fast you can become an expert in something if you're just forced to use it. So shout out to Zoom. Wouldn't be my first choice, but you know, I hope you're doing that with your friends at least, Zoom and your friends. Things will get back to the way we like them. It's just going to be a little bit. So until then, we are going to podcast and keep the positivity going. So anyways, thanks for listening. Let's just jump right into this without further ado. Uh, yeah, it's going right We're live. You are. Cool. All right. Welcome back. Uh, welcome back for the first time. This is the... Um, this is the first episode of the Deets by Jay podcast. My name is Joshua Livares, and I am uh, joined here with my my brother. Hello. Hey. Uh, thanks for hey. having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for living in the same house as I do. You know, sure, I really, thanks for I, splitting half the rent. Appreciate it. You know, appreciate you, you kind of keeping to yourself in your own room and sure. me keeping to my room. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just a... Uh, I'm I'm here to you know to talk about just talk about rap music, just to kind of tell you, you know, uh, what I like about it. You know, tell me what you like about it. I know uh, there's an album that we kind of want to discuss today. It's um, it's my brother's favorite album, Shad. When this is over, mm-hmm. um, he seems to, you know, be pretty consistent. Uh, has pretty consistently been on this on this album uh, for a long time. Um, I mean, why, why, why do you, why do you like this music? What, what is it about this, this album that you like so much? It's so weird, man. Uh, we were talking about it earlier, and I said I asked you if, by hearing Shad's voice, would you know that he was black? And you said no, for sure, not, not. No, you, no, no, you no, would no. think that he was white based on how he sounds. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time, I <laughs> was looking for white rappers because i just wanted to see the art form and i was kind of interested in it sure for whatever it is i mean people like eminem kind of paved the way but then there's other people like mac miller was um kind of huge in 2010 yeah man i mean i think i think white like exposed what you sure. listen to i think i don't know i think rappers get a get a bad rap <laughs> nice but i i do i mean i i think it's just a lot of um it sounds in a way, I think they've kind of ruined it for themselves. Kind of, they. I remember um, when I was a kid, they you would uh, hear, you would hear rappers like in like assemblies or something like at a school assembly, mm. and you would hear them try to rap over, um, try to make a rap song to be relatable to kids, and um, so I noticed that they were like make like songs about. Uh, not doing drugs or something like that, right, and I kind of and I just kind of kind of sounded corny, you know what I mean? So I think I from an early age, you just kind of got, got conditioned to think that um, most white rappers just kind of sound corny, really, without even thinking about it. It's not it's not obviously like I've you know don't think that now, but I mean that's I think that's what kind of pushed me away from really seeking out white rappers. Not that I haven't listened, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. But I mean it's. But this one in particular, like this is a uh, Shad is not white. He's not white. Yeah, he's not white. He's not white. He he does, he, but he does not sound American. He does. He is from uh, from Canada. He is from Canada. Mm-hmm. This album came out in two thousand and five, mm-hmm. and at the time, especially in the U.S., the rap music that was popular did not sound anything like this album. Yeah, no, that that's a that's like, a fair point about the 05 rap scene. Shoot, I got I got Chingy. Chingy. We got Chingy with yes, uh, right. with Holiday Inn, and that that's that right. was back when um, 
Chingy when Ludacris was popping, dude. Yeah. Fucking Ludacris. Uh, Snoop Dogg was like dropping with dropping like it's hot. That just that song had just come out Damn. not too long ago, or like pretty like around right, that time kind period. Of around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song was that song was popping. That song was really good. Um, that was, was Fifty Cent, man. dude. Fifty Cent came out. That was back when uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Pit My Ride was huge. Pit My Ride was huge. We got like shows. Well, that's when uh, MTV Cribs was like MTV yeah, was actually yeah, like yeah. a real thing. That's right. Back then, it was actually important. That was when. Like we were just getting introduced introduced to those um those reality shows like right. you know what I mean so um, the culture was different it man. was different I, it was I a mean, very it was a very baggy cult it was a very baggy yeah. time in fashion Petey Pablo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh oh man three six mom <clears throat> telling you man there, I wish we can I wish we could really talk about all the two thousands rap man I think that's an, that's an era that I think gets over, gets um, that's a great one I gets would love to break some of that down honestly sure, man in a I, I episode. oh my goodness. Um, but that's not why we're here today. We're t- here to talk about this Shad album. Right. Um, I mean, what is this? So overall, listening to this, um, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I nice. thought it was um, it was really really well done. I mean, he was um, I think what was it, like 22, 23 around when he made this yeah, album. He was a young five. Man. So he was. This is um, yeah, he was uh, just a lad. Right. You know, and um, but it, it was very mature for you know for a twenty three year old. Yeah, but uh, I I respected the honesty of it. I respected the um, the lyricism. The beats didn't catch me too much, but I mean it's okay because I don't think that this album was intended to be like a bang, like something like a like a uh, bunch of like hits. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like a Pete Rock album yeah. where he could put out an album that's just instrumental. Sure. So yeah. that that's my only real critique. I can't really bump any of this music. You know, hmm. like it gets stuck in my head. But I liked, but. I really liked what he was talking about. He's very personal. He, you can tell he's very, um, he's very smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a very smart kid. You think there's a theme to the album at all? Uh, I think the theme is introducing himself. Uh-huh. I, this, obviously, this is his debut album. Right. This is just him kind of uh, just telling you who he is, where what he's about. Um, tells you a little bit. Talks about his mom. Um, yeah. pretty uh, pretty heavily. Sure. You know what I mean. It's kind of a really, really sharp right turn that it gets into this real heavy song um, about his about his mother, which we can talk about in a little bit. Right. Um, but I mean, there's a there's some real cool advice in here. I think there's some cool perspectives from um, from a young man. You know, with him having some struggles with um, with females. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, what what is it? Uh, what is it that really just gets you about this album? What is the, your favorite thing about this album? My favorite thing about this album is the lyrics and how insightful they are. You were talking about it. There's so much perspective offered here. I would think when I first heard the album that Shad was like 40 years old. Really? You think the so? The way that he talks about life and the experiences that he has had and went through already. Yeah, I would think it's like an old man kind of talking down to it or talking to his son or like yeah, a, a yeah, yeah, or I, yeah. You're right. I think I can kind of uh, pick up on that. That it's a little bit. He's definitely more. Um, he's definitely more mature than uh, than a lot of you know kids his own age right. or even rappers at that at that time period. Right. Um, I think having something. I, I I don't know if it has anything to do with it. Is the fact that he's Canadian because he sounds very polite. He well, so he's a, he polite, learns like dude. a polite rapper. Like he's I've one never of the most polite I've never, albums I've ever heard. Yeah, never thought about politeness being the thing that I would comment on a rapper. But I mean, it's like, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely Canadian. He's a goddamn gentleman. He's definitely yeah. Canadian, man. Very. He's a he's a sophisticated young man, dude. And I, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate that. Right. But uh, you can also tell, like he 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 respects 
you know, hip hop. He respects the art of it. Yeah. He's a student of it. You can kind of just tell by the way he raps. You can tell by the way he meshes his lyrics together. You know, you can hear that Eminem influence in there. So there you can is tell Eminem influence. I didn't pick up on that until you said it, but I was sort of, you know, like what is the rhyme scheme of like him doing A A B B C in a line and then the next line is the same. It is. Eminem was kind of like that, where he would have multiple rhymes within a line. Or yeah, a bar. yeah, yeah. He, but he would like he would pack like Eminem, like like his style is he packs as many syllables and sounds right into the first line, so he sets himself up for the next line to just go crazy. And there's you know I mean? some of that. There's some there, of that. In there, this. Yeah, absolutely. You, but I mean, it's not a bad thing. But it's definitely like a you can tell he's a student. He wears the influences on his sleeve. Yes, for he, sure. But he wears it well, and he wears it. I think. Um, he does it justice. Yeah. And that's not a knock on him. I'm not saying he's Jack and Eminem's style. Right. But <clears throat> but I can tell that he was influenced by... You can tell like he's just influenced by uh, American rap, obviously. American, yeah. that's where rap comes from. Everybody's influenced by American rap. He talks a little bit about it, too. Um, I mean, there's so much to learn from the album, though, in general. You know, he's a young man. He has all this experience. <clears throat> His mom's past was really heavy to... like Just read. If you read the lyrics... Oh, yeah. Some of them can be hard to pick up. Just, um, I guess one thing sonically that I noticed about the album was that the words, the lyrics were a lot quieter than the actual instrumentals. Yeah, I, I think that they were just, I don't think that, yeah, you're right. I think that they, quieter. yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't think that his, um, I don't think that the instrumentals really complimented his the his voice very well. Not, not saying that it was bad, but in the sense like it, it was slightly distracting. What kind of instrumentals do you think would serve him best? I think the same instrumentals that he used in, like, I think the instrumentals fit him correctly, but I don't think mm-hmm. they were, um, I don't think they were used correctly. They, they, it kind of just, he just kind of let that beat go for the entire song without really switching up uh, yeah, to kind of yeah, keep yeah. you interested, you know what I mean? So it, right. kind of, it kind of stuck with that, you know, same basic sound the entire uh, the length of any, you know, most of these songs. Interesting. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with that's, that. That's, I mean, something like, a, you know, if, if, if I was to, if I was to try to critique it, it would be, I would try to cut down or cut down in certain areas when, he, you know, he was going to start rapping, right? So kind of introduce, introduce the beat and then, you know, it's like, hey, yo, and then you're about to start rapping. Um, kind of just lower down the instrumentals a little bit. Yeah. That's it. I, that's, that's the only really critique I have for those beats uh, for the beats particular they're not really bad yeah. it's just they i just don't think that they were used correctly was there one beat that stood out to you as like the best beat on the album or like yeah real game that you like? real game you like the beat on yeah that? i do like that beat on that because really? it's fast yeah i like it because it's fast and i that's the only one that i i can um say that actually i wouldn't change anything about that song to really? be honest with you. that's the only that's that beat it went nice with how fast he was rapping yeah um it matched the mood of the song like the theme of the song and it matched it just fit very well and i thought that that was definitely the highlight for me uh one of the highlights right on that album was the song real interesting it's i mean it's strange to hear you talk about how much you don't like the beats i guess because when i first heard the album i i loved one beat in particular, I was like, this is one of the coolest beats I've ever heard. It's the opening track, New School Leaders. Mm. I'm staring at the world's blankest page, white with all the angst and rage I can't convey. Just feeling so distraught and depressed as I imagine these lines filled with all the sick rhyme skill I thought I possessed. This depression to produce, it's my process. Not a huge rapper. I mean, you know, these songs on YouTube have 
less than twenty thousand. Not huge by any means. So at this time, oh no, dude, he's got he's he's in the millions. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Rose Garden, yeah, has yeah, millions. yeah. But okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, some of his hits, but yeah, you're... the music videos they they have right. gotten right. popular. Yeah, you um, might be right. You know, when I go back and look at just like when it's just the album cover and the actual audio. Uh, there was one point in time I was in 11th grade, and I was like, Shad's not that big. Mm-hmm. I think I might have a chance to actually talk to him. Yeah. And I was trying to write a rap song, but I wanted to write to the instrumental of <clears throat> these school leaders, so I reached out to Shad on Instagram. Okay. And I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. I really want your beat, and I cannot find the instrumental anywhere. I've tried recreating it. I've tried looping it, and I can't do it. Do you think you could just send me the instrumental? Never heard from him. Never heard oh, from him. But dude. I, I did like the beat so much. I you really liked that you, beat. You should have uh, written him a stand letter, dude. Yeah, maybe you know I should have I mean? just kept doing that because I think I was in high school at the time or something like that. But mm-hmm. anyways, new school leaders, we can get you know into the album. We can decipher it track by track if you'd like. I mean, I want. I, I kind of just want to know, like I um. What is so? Is that your favorite song on the album, particularly? Yeah, New School Leaders. The opening is that really? song is my favorite song on the so album. So, what is? Why do you like that song so much? Uh, well, a brief summary of the song. It's uh, besides the beat, obviously. Yeah. Besides the beat, yeah. A brief summary of the song would just be: it's a struggling rapper. He's talking about the pressure that he feels to produce. He seems helpless at first. He asks for the help of a professional. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So at first he's kind of getting down on himself, and he's like, "I just want to be a cool rapper. I want to fit in with like what I see." Sure. And if I can get the help of a professional musician, mm-hmm. and then he used to hear the same voice, but like coming at him, and that's <coughs> when the dialogue begins between Shad and this other rapper. And I thought it, it's just awesome how he wrote from the perspective of two different people who are talking during the song. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got that he was. I personally interpreted it that he was talking about, or that it was his father talking. And you're saying it was another rapper. I actually did not. I, I for some reason, I got, I kind of got the gist. It might have been his dad talking to him, like giving him a little pep talk. Right. You know what I mean? Something that you know, I'm sure we can, we can all use at times, especially at 23 years old. I'm it sure it sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the guy ends up giving him a lot of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says in the stress, I'm the real MC that you wanted to find to test your rhymes and get all the thoughts on your mind to dress. So sit up a second, let me answer your So I'm like, oh, okay, so Sad was asking for this professional musician. This guy comes in, he starts giving him a bunch of advice. Um, the advice that he gives him in the song, I want to see what you think about it. But basically, he was like, you need to open, open your soul. soul. And cats will relate to it if you open your heart. At least you'll escape through it. Yeah, I'm scared that I will, but still no one will take to it. I guess that's why I'm stuck. And you got to stay determined. It's what it takes to get ill. Um, he says, don't let your raps detract from the bigger things in life. These are all like... This is what this is how you're gonna be happy and successful at the same time. Did you do you kind of see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I, I can I can agree because I mean it's you most of these. I mean it's even true today. You can hear these rappers. I don't think none of them are really rapping um, from their heart. You know what I mean? They're not. Right. I don't think it's all. I don't think it's this is we're not getting who they are as people. I think this not is just a, genuine. Yeah, I don't think, and that, and I say that for just a lot of mainstream. For most of the mainstream, because it's it's true. I mean, it's like it's not even my opinion. Yeah. It's kind of just like a sound that's being sold to you that they're kind of found these these hamsters that are willing right. to rap over these beats, right? Right. Um. 
that's that's basically how I feel. But I respect that he is true to himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I, I respect the the, uh, the authenticity. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that's you know that's refreshing to hear. Even like even though this album is 15 years old, I still find it refreshing to hear authentic people because it's 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 hard to come by. It is. You really have to go. You really have to search for it. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be in the mainstream of any genre right. most of the time. You know what I mean? Right, Not right, to say that right. there isn't any good mainstream, like authentic mainstream music, but most of the time it's just not. It's just, it's just, um, it's just a trendy sound being sold to you. Yeah, it's kind of a scarcity to find somebody. Yeah, somebody that's like that really cool. Like, you know, honest, kind of moving it forward a little mm. bit and making hits. Sure, you've never really heard anybody like Kendrick. I, I, I'm really happy that somebody like Kendrick Lamar is famous. Yeah. Right. I'm not really happy that somebody like Cardi B is famous. Oh yeah, or that that kind of bums me out because it kind of lowers the stand. It kind of it proves to, like people that like talk you know shit about hip hop. It's like that's not music and it's like it's not art. Well, I mean if you this is the example that you give us, yeah, it's hard to argue. You right. know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's hard to defend this shit. Cardi and B. That's yeah, a bummer. I mean. It's a bummer. It's a bummer that that's one of our most popular rappers. But it is what it is. I mean, I'm not gonna talk shit about Cardi B. Um, and Shad's doing fine now. He's he's a big deal now. He's hosting his own show Shad's on Netflix. Now, yeah, I mean he's he's cool. I mean he show. like he's stuck to his guns. He's stuck to who the fuck he is. Right. You know what I mean? And he's 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 hosting the show up, talking about hip hop, um, like like a scholar, right? And that's, that's something almost that like what we want to do. Yeah, like that's something do, that's man. something that yeah. like makes me that makes me happy that somebody takes this stuff seriously. That right. takes like, and I and I get it that it's not the most important thing in the world. You know mm. what I mean to everybody. Right. But it's an, it's important. It's a part of American culture. It's yeah. a very deep. It's very deeply ingrained in Ameri- in who we are as a country. Right. Whether you like to think of it, whether you like to think about it or not, like it, this this shit's in here deep, and it's been like that for a long time. You know what I mean? And it's and it doesn't show in like and it's any it's not showing any sign of slowing down. No, no, it's not the at most all. Popular right? Popular music genre in the entire this world. This is if it's it's never been bigger than what it is right now. It's never been bigger <laughs> and more popular. Right. But so I respect that that he respects the art form. Yeah. Versus just not trying to, to trying to be, you know, part of the trend. You know what I mean? He's just true. He's true to the art, and I and I, and I really appreciate that. And even at a young age, man, like in this first song. You know, we start to see the lyrical ability and the wordplay come into come into the songs. Like, oh yeah, one of my favorite lines: <laughs> "To make some dough with these rhymes, I must be showing the mime." And then the guy interrupts and he goes, "What? Deaf? Because only deaf need to go and get signed." Oof. That's, oh, that's yeah, cool, that's man. A, that's a drop. That's a there. that's a drop the micer, dude. That's a that's a great line. That's really man. good. Yeah. And this is you know Shad giving himself advice. And then again, uh, he says. If you don't stay on your grind, you'll probably rock the spot around the time <laughs> pigs fly, like some cops with hops. Funny line. That's a uh, cop this, yeah, cop this right there. Line, I think I not like that. I like that. Yeah. Anyways, this this one of my favorite songs on the entire, or my favorite song on the entire album. You know, he ends it with all the samples or the drop-ins from KRS-One, Gangstar, Tribe, Biggie, Nas. You know, showing again that yeah, he is a student of the game. Showing homage, and I, and I and I appreciate that. One thing I really liked is how how it goes into the next song though, because it's like he's asking <coughs> this rapper for advice. The rapper gives him advice. He's like, "You just need to be ill. And you need to be true to yourself." The next song, I get down. 
weirdly one of the most impressive rap songs that I've ever heard in my life. Like, You're damn. That's a big claim, dude. Dude, that's a I'm big claim. You, man. That's a big claim. Yeah, you didn't I, get that. I, I. I I'm not to say that it's terrible, but I don't. I don't think I'm putting it on a high of a high of a pedestals that you're putting as you're putting. Yo, big ups to 915 live from the cocaine top. Just reminding all my guys in the world to stay up. Never had a spray slug, so I don't play thug. I try to fit with the killers like OJ's gloves. So cats love to see me like they don't pay subs. Um, but I mean, it's I mean, it's it's, it's, it's impressive. You got you know some some real cool lines. Prophetic, phonetics, penetrate, penetrate. Is that, is that my, am I, am I saying that correctly? You're that's, saying that right. That's, I mean, that's a tough dude. one. That's a tough. I really had to even stop to just like to say that to say that out loud. Yeah, it's like I, it's I tough, can't. Man. Yeah. It's it's lyrically dense. The syllables are super packed in. This is that Eminem influence that you were talking about earlier. Right. Uh, the song to me is like him taking the advice of that real MC in the last song. And then he just drops as many lines as we've ever heard from him. It's super yeah. braggadocious, showcases all the technical skill, the lyrical ability, and there's four verses, so it is all bars, yeah. no chorus. <clears throat> That's another cool thing about this about this album is that there is no choruses. There's not a lot. And I really like that. But I think there's one, maybe two in the whole album. Hmm. There's definitely a chorus in rock to it. Oh yeah, I kinda like that little sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah towards the end when he ends the verses. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I can give you that. Yeah, if it was it was so subtle where I could barely notice it. Choruses are super subtle in this. This it's lyrically dense. And as, as much shit I'm talking about this song, it does have my favorite line in the album, ah, which is my resources hold more forces. I was like, whoa, damn that that that's what made me think about him getting influenced by Eminem. That's something that's some that's some Eminem yeah. shit right there. That's For something sure, that em, that I only really see rappers like Eminem talk like rap like that. It's you know packed. what I mean? It is super packed. <clears throat> but I, I that that kind of gave me the impression that I was like, all right, I can I, I think that he is um he definitely has something here. He's definitely a talented young man. I think he he's not just I don't think he's just a scrub. No, you know I, mean? I think he. I think all, that man. he does have some skill, and I can really appreciate somebody that takes the craft seriously. Yeah. Takes any craft seriously for that matter, but I mean this craft particularly. He's pretty honest in the song. Uh, you know, he talks about like, so he sort of separates himself from mainstream rappers a little bit. Right. There's, I mean, we, this song really is just like his hip hop quotables anthem. Yeah. There's so many lines yeah, in fair. this. I, to the point that I was making about him separating himself says never had a spray slug so i don't play thug or try to fit with the killers like oj's gloves that's right funny line that's man cool. yeah. he's the biggest thing out of pamela since or canada since pamela's, pamela's double, double d's. d's oh man yeah that's right no that that one did make me chuckle you're right it's right. It's, it's it's uh it's um it's comical it's like somebody it, it to me i get this impression that he that this is somebody rapping like at a um like an open mic yeah, something like yeah, that you know what right. i mean just kind of shooting the shit just kind of sh- just showing off a little bit lines real basic jokes. real basic beat on this um yeah. so I, like not fuck with it i mean it's it's not my favorite thing on favorite one on the album but i mean it's so the reason why i say it's, it's a, like but i appreciate it one of the most lyrically impressive things that i've seen if you look at the fourth verse of it 
He starts by saying, it's like I'm, it's like I'm squeezing the Glock when I creep in the spot. People get shot back, freezing the flop, breathing and stop the way I leave them in shock. Forget radio, they feel my flow, won't believe it or not. But I still don't own the keys to the drop. Lease in the cop, the beach with a yacht, and don't foresee reaching the top. But that's cool, cause I'm frequently jogging, speaking this talking. Plus, on the streets, I get props. Well, before I leave, peace to the blocks. Where my people still beef with the cops and get beaten a lot. It needs to get taught. And that's Kanye, Jesus can walk. Always reach for the rock. Not the heat to get caught, releasing the shot, ending the life, no need for the pop. The herd like sheep with a flock, I can tell. And then he continues to use the exact same rhyme scheme. So yeah. he is rhyming, squeezing the Glock. Yeah, that's right. No, many, actually, no. Many times. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I can actually, I, I think you're right, because he, he doesn't seem to be switching no, at all. The whole fourth no, verse no, 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 no. Now that you, now that you mentioned that, you're rhyme. right. Wow. And he's making so many points in this fourth verse that I'm like, oh, it's unbelievable yeah, that no, he no, could right. stick to it. And make it work that whole verse. Yeah, that's you know you're right. That's a uh, that's impressive. I actually, did not I did not notice that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The lyrical ability is on full display in this song. Wow. Look and at that. you know you go back and you look for quotes. <coughs> you're trying to pick things out. That's what I was doing. I had so much fun going back. This album's old as hell. Oh yeah, I I had the like ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just turned me on to this. So I, I, and I, yeah. and I appreciate you turning me on to this because I am always you know I, I really like you know hearing new MCs like you know that take this shit seriously yeah Yeah. and i appreciate that um but i mean it but it was it it was one of those ones i I knew it was kind of i knew it was a very good album because i had to i really had to think about it i couldn't just listen to this album once right and just kind of you know get the gist of it i really had to pay attention to everything that he was saying and what he was doing do you like albums like that where you got to pay more attention where it's kind of not just handed to you like here's a banger um i do i do in the sense but i don't like it initially i'm not going to go out and seek uh an album to go study it has to catch me just sonically yeah right otherwise i don't really like like the beat and the way that it sounds is is so vital to to any rap album honestly like i think that's why a lot of Rappers are just not successful successful because it's not not they're not good rappers, but they're just boring as fuck to listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they just kind of you really have to I think that people don't take that seriously. Like were there parts of this album that bored you? Uh slightly. I yeah. think it was just the, the like I was saying earlier, just the kind of the uh the way that the beats didn't transition very well mm. to him rapping, it kinda right. just continuously stayed like that the entire song. That was kind of an issue I had with it, but I mean this was one of those albums where I've kind of just kind of paying attention to to the to the knowledge honestly yeah. so it didn't really bother me that much i kind of got I kind of looked past it it was just a nice background noise mm. um to this to like him rapping and he right. and you know the rapid like the beats aren't like completely awful it's not i think it might be being a little bit harsh on it maybe it yeah, might maybe, be being maybe. a little bit harsh i don't mean to be harsh it's it's um but that is uh but I think that is what he was doing. I think that's what he was intention. His intention was. Yeah. It wasn't really to catch you, kind of, um, t- to make you dance. You know what I mean? Not a real, not a not club album. Something right. you would, you know, fuck within the club. Just kind of something, just to get some advice. You know, if you're feeling down about yourself. Yeah. Um, just to kind of learn about you know, about any the things that he's interested because in. he's talking about basketball in this in this album. He's talking yeah. about his mother. Right. It's like so he's talking about personal things so i mean it's it's uh, and i do get a lot from it yeah yeah man and then uh and then one of the most dense songs i guess with the most obvious message in it to me the third song on the album out of love it's 
It's a message to women uh, about his confusion over how he should treat them. Mm-hmm. You kind of got that, like it's like a yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. So like initially, what I got out of this is what he's he's a little bit um he's a little sour towards uh, cute girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think I think it, this is it. Kind of sounds like a like somebody who is um he deals with he's dealing with you know girls rejecting him and kind of he's kind of bitter about it. Yeah. But you kind of kind of you can kind of tell just based off of the way that you know, like just the way that he raps. You know, he's kind of he doesn't really like the the, the dolled up look like uh right. like Julia Roberts. He's, he's been talking about that's amazing though it's, um, but I mean it's I, I I I don't know but you can relate to this I think at like as a young man it, it kind of it kind of sucks getting you rejected sure right? it does it, it, yeah. it's super it's, it's not a, it doesn't feel good and then you start to get kind of bitter about it you kind of start right. to feel like women are like, out against you but then right. he's also he but he's also not he's not just talking shit about it but I think the the another reason why I like I can appreciate this song is because he's kind of like um telling women like like kind of telling women that um it's kind of their fault when you kind of go for guys that are going to treat you terribly yep you kind of should take some responsibility right for that because there's it's um, it's easy. It's kind of easy to look past. It's kind of easy. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of easy to to look to know when a guy is kind of he's kind of playing you. He's sure. not being authentic, right? Right, right? And then you still find women that kind of go with these guys, right? Which is, right. I mean, it's a it's it is kind of frustrating. You you remember seeing that when when you were young? I sure. remember seeing it. I still see it still today. See it it's all a bummer. The time. It's a fucking bummer. Yeah. And then you gotta feel nice. sorry. And then you gotta feel sorry for him. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, it's, yeah. it's your fucking fault. It's right. your fault. I'm sorry. You're an adult. You're you're supposed to be smarter than us. Come on, take some responsibility for this. <laughs> it is it is your fault. Literally, I, what you're saying is what Shad is saying the entire right? song. That's, I mean, that's that's what I felt about it. It's, um, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. What do you have? Do you have experience dealing with that kind of that kind of shit when you were younger? Uh, man, I don't know. I'll tell you what. This song was so just influential on me as a kid that I started treating women differently after I heard this song. Interesting. Yeah, because I I heard Shad talk about, um, <coughs> you know, most sisters only talk to me because their man won't listen. He paints himself as like this simple guy. He's saying, uh, how could you guys find this attractive when this is their motive? Things like that. So I was listening to this at a really impressionable age. And you Did know, you listen to this album when it came out? No, no, no. This one came out in 05. I started listening like 8th grade, ninth grade. So okay, it's a few years, few years. Okay, fair enough. Just randomly off of a Facebook suggestion that I saw. This guy was like, yeah, you should listen to this. And I listened to it. And yeah, it was just uh, awesome, but... Yeah, I, I wasn't really bitter like that. I think because I heard the song so young that I was like, I'm going to try to take the gentleman's approach to things and mm. the logical approach. Nice. It's good that you got that at a young age, dude. I I, yeah. I I did not take anything from rap music like that. Like, no, I didn't take any advice from rap music when I was that age. It was crazy. I yeah, just... it's a crazy thing to do. But, I mean, I've never heard these points that he was making and no one ever said them to me like how I needed to hear them. Right. And it, yeah, it kind of left a really big impression on me. I mean, it's good that you got that 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 shit early, you know. To... Right, not to treat women like a princess yeah. and put them on a pedestal. Sure, sure, and... sure, sure. Yeah, don't. I mean, it's not. You know, obviously, there's. 
I'm not saying that it's okay that women get treated like this, but no. I mean it's at the same time it's it was it's coming from the perspective of a man who's who's right. who's seeing this all the time. He's just getting he's just getting dissed by women left and right, and it's happens to a lot of it happens to a lot of us. It happens to a lot of men. It's definitely happened to me for sure. It's so it definitely struck struck a chord with me pretty uh, pretty deeply. There's no real resolution to the song. He just no, kind of no, no. goes like, if you're as lost as I am, then you know what I mean? The song ends. But right before that, um, he says something, and I remember saying this to you at one point. I don't think you understood what the point that I was trying to make or that he was trying to make. But the second verse, you know, he's got a Of the of the entire 
African, uh, the entire country of Rwanda, yeah. right? And they were taking over, and they were just dominating that country. And so this other tribe came in and just just started wrecking shit, just, con- just conquered everything where it was just, it was a nightmare. And it was like within 100 days. That's, that's insane. 800,000 people. That's a million. That's almost a million people. Yeah. Right. And it was close to a million people when it was actually when it was actually all yeah. over. Um. But I mean, it, it was it's heavy and it's uh, it's not something that I took lightly. And his mom is a survivor. Of that? His mom is a survivor. Yeah. Yeah. She. she yeah. That's she, heavy, man. Oh yeah, the man. The song is uh, you know, it's structured where his mom reads a poem that she wrote, kind of detailing, you know experiencing violence and then watching what happens to her family and then shad interjects with a couple points like how how does anybody get over this how do you heal from this his mom comes in with more things and she's like i just had to separate myself super poetic Mm -hmm. um and at the end shad reiterates the point that he'll never understand how this could happen but more importantly how somebody can heal from this Mm -hmm. which is really the message that i got from it there's not really um, a big point that he's trying to make, like in the first couple of songs. Right. The point seems pretty clear. This is what I'm going through, and this is how it is. This is sort of just, hey, like, why aren't we looking at this more? Yeah, yeah. I think that I think the point was just to kind of educate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah. like for 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 a second, I got a kind of a tone that he was trying to make. You know, he, it was kind of like a guilt trip. You know, because I like I was like, wait, why am I, why am I feeling guilty? But like, I have just no, I had no idea. I just wasn't informed. Right. I had no idea. This is something that happened to me when I was, or just something that happened when I was one years old. That's wild. Right. So this is, I mean, it happened a long time ago, and it's never really talked about. Pretty, right. uh, you know, in casual conversation, as in genocide. I mean, genocide in general is not talked about in regular conversation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a tough yeah. thing to bring up, and People it's something that it's it. yeah. Um, but I mean, there was a lot of you know really impactful lines uh, in in there that was like you know kind of shows off more of his uh, more of his lyrical skills, mm. um, which is something that I, I I kind of also saw that he wasn't trying to showboat in this. Um, this was like the the lyrics were a little bit more straightforward. Yeah. Um, not really didn't take too much to interpret. Right. Um, so it kind of so you kind of sense that this was something that that meant a lot to him for sure, right? Yeah. Um, we got the, you know, they're one of the, the, the really the line that stuck out to me. This is this really really hit home. Um, the, the fact that to this day nobody cares for the innocent victims of a fledged Holocaust because the folks only hollering the cost of dollars lost is high. So regardless of the numbers of lives when poor blacks die, they always turn up That was I was like, oh my god. I had to, I had to like step back. I had to kind of catch my breath a little bit it was it was like whoa it's it's so brutally honest right it's something that we obviously we can still see today right kind of you know it's they do tend to turn a blind eye to you know poor black people yeah it's been a theme and you know they're really popular rap albums concept albums. it's 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 so i don't know i you know what it's just one of those things is i'm never gonna fully understand that's right. so funny that you say that. That's what the song is called. I'll never yeah. understand. I'm never gonna understand. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think that I'm I'm really gonna fully grasp um, how how deep you know this this is really just within like within deep. within the world. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a this is ingrained. This is like part of our DNA as as people. 
Yeah, other you people don't I mean? go into as much detail and talk about it as emotionally as Shad did in this one. I think that's kind of what separated it. Um, yeah, and that, that's that one. Oh man, um, I don't yeah, I don't mean to get too emotional about that one, but it does. It's it's pretty heavy. The next song, Rock to It. I mean, it was a cool song, cool, nice little joint. Yeah, no, you might not have a ton to say. Don't really, really have too much like, to say about that song. It's you know? another beat made with the strumming of an acoustic guitar. It starts off the track again by bragging a little bit, showboating or showcasing more skills. He makes references to the oil field, how he has like a bunch of money and stuff like that. Right, 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 right. There's a really funny line, though, that, uh, well, there's two really funny lines. I'm just going to throw them out really quick. Uh, Don't consume greens besides whatever grass my steak ate. That's right. Funny yes, line. that's that's actually literally the exact line I was going to talk to you about. I it's did funny. it. I did like that line a lot. That's yeah, that that line. that was that was pretty cool. It was it was kind of quirky. Yeah, I I, I, I can fuck with the that. End of the song, he said, back in '82, my ultrasound was the jam. I remember hearing that when I was in middle school and high school. <laughs> that was one of the coolest lines I've ever heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. my ultrasound was the jam. But yeah, the whole the whole thing is really it's another it's another brag track. The song mm-hmm. is called Rock to It. I think. Shad's idea was that this would be one of the ones that people put on the quote unquote bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was cool. It was like I could see this being like a nice little summer jam, yeah. something to kind of just cruise around with, like cruise around in your in your car. Yeah, not super deep. Doesn't get a lot of messages across. Um, I mean, you know, you can go in and look verse by verse because he talks about being brainwashed. We're all paying too much attention to dollars, but he only talks about it briefly. So we're only going to talk about that briefly. And you get into the next song. Oh well, um, I just remembered the uh, the name of that other tribe. Um, I sorry to no, no, to interrupt no. you. It was the the name of the other tribe was the Hutu tribe. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure I get that that information out. It was important. It just kind of slipped my mind a little bit. We got it. Um. Yeah. So. Um, but anyways, yeah. The next song that you were talking about, the Greatest Construction Crew. This one kind of took a little bit for me to interpret. Okay. Um, but. I can kind of see like he it was kind of cool it was kind of cool like he's kind of uh personifying um just different ways to make good rap music i guess yeah I guess that, that's the best kind of like you know using the uh, imagination um and intellect that's right and then i couldn't find out i was like searching for the last one what what was the last one the I think one there was like hearts. three of them hearts yes okay fair enough because I, I was like looking at it, I was like, wait, is it hard? So I was a little bit confused because like he didn't start off, he didn't start off with heart like he did with imagination and intellect. Yeah. Right. So I was kind of having some trouble, like you know, kind of interpreting that. But I mean, it was cool. It, it, that's, I've never really seen it being put that way in, yeah. in a in a in the metaphor of a construction crew, right? I mean, all these things go together, like like the teamwork of intellect and imagination yeah, and heart. So cool how Very they cool, all go man, together. Yeah. They all get their own verse. Um, the song is just a creative summary of how to make art, and I don't think it's necessarily more specifically rap music. It's just mm. art. Each verse is dedicated to Chad's creative process. The concept is a 10 out of 10. The beat to me is underwhelming. This is one of the first sure, I agree. beats. I mean, besides I'll Never Understand It. That's not a song that you jam out to. No, 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 no. Song. Yeah, this yeah. is like the first beat that was underwhelming to me. I like the lyrics and I like the content. That's all 10 out of 10. But the music sonically didn't get me. Yeah, I, I, I can so agree I go with back that. and I can appreciate what the song is. Yeah, I agree. But I, it, it's cool. Like I said, most of this, that, that's kind of what I, that, yeah. most of this album is for me. It's just... 
kind of just I kind of just uh just want to just educate myself a little bit kind of see what this kid has to say yeah it's kind of what I get off of this do you feel that way about the next one too uh question marks that is absolutely my favorite song on the album that's that wild. that song was that song was very cool but that's also that that's because that one kind of hit me personally that's you know my view about religion um something that i don't really bring up with a lot of people because i think it tends to kind of rub people the wrong way you know i don't have i'm not an atheist i don't you know i i'm not saying that i know anything but i don't i don't think but i barely you know feel really uncomfortable going to church and stuff like that calling myself a christian it's not that's just not how i i believe in in god Mm-hmm. And this song was really cool because it's coming from the perspective of somebody that is, you know, I, I think it's, I can kind of get the sense that he was kind of preached this to like, you know, being put in this lifestyle as a kid, you yeah. know, being, you know, going to church and having that be a part of your, of your upbringing, which is, you know, understandable. And he's talking about the, the you know, questioning the Bible, essentially, like, don't be afraid to question god because mm. he he made us to question us like he yeah. gave us these 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 big brains to to ask questions you know what i mean to really under to try to further understand the 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 way of the universe and the way that the world works right just and it's something that like i really appreciate it's it's like, I, relatable to you yeah and there's something because i i you know you get a lot of flack from you know you know, us being from from uh, from a Mexican household that you know from a very religious mother, she still mm. is to this day. Um, you can kind of tell that she kind of has uh, a slight issue with us, you know, not being Christian and being devout Christians. You know, kind of yeah. kind of questioning um, questioning my faith. It's, it's not even the question of my faith. Like I I I just have questions about it that I don't understand. It's it's me essentially coming to you ignorant. Yeah. And you never have an answer for me other than that God works in mysterious ways or you know some like some of that cliche stuff that you usually hear when people don't really can't really explain to you these questions that you have about God. Which starts to make you like, well then do you even know what you're talking about then? Do you actually are you just mindlessly following what's been taught taught to you as a kid? You know, just being mindless, like not questioning the ways of the world. Right. Right? It's like, do you get that from this? I got that. I mean, sonically, it's the most underwhelming song on the album to me. It's a really spacey beat. This is the one that I probably go back and listen to the least. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, everything that you're saying, you know, he just questions the Bible. The whole first verse is him just describing the book. And you're like, what is he talking about? Right. It's a little more specific, and then it's, yeah, yeah. all right, all right, it's, it's religion-based. But this was the album that made me question whether or not Shad was a Christian rapper or this was a Christian album. I think he is a Christian who is questioning questioning his faith. And I think that he is he's kind of coming forth as somebody that is not mindlessly following this religion like like most people do definitely not right mindlessly doing it so super conscious of everything that he's doing um but i mean that's so i can i can appreciate that so i think that he is a um i think he is religious like based off of this i can kind of tell like i don't think that you would have written a song like this do you think this is a religious album no 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 not at all don't ah no, I, this is honestly the only time that he really talks about God in depth. 
or even in mentioned. depth. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. No, I, I, there are other times that he mentions it though. Does he really? There's I two don't... other times before this. Not that I'm perfect. Only Christ was viceless. It was a mm-hmm. song previously. Yeah. I think it was in rock to it. But I mean, these those are like references that I've you know I've I hear other rappers talk about like you know just throw in those random kind of bible references or the the real like christian right. references so I, I was hearing those and then i was like all right they are just that and then i hear this entire song mm-hmm. that is devoted to the idea of religion and questioning god yes. specifically. yes i think for this to be a christian album it would have to be an album involved no, 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 not at all. I don't think that this, this is when not what I'm getting. I think it has to have worship. To I think be it, a Christian album. it does have to have worship in this. I think it has to have like a, um, you're you're essentially, like praising God. You have to yeah. feel the sense of like, you are about this life. You are about okay. what God is trying to teach you. You're trying to promote God's message. This mm-hmm. is not. I don't think that's what this is. I think this is what this is teaching you, um, to question. Yeah this book to right. question it you have questions don't be afraid to question don't he's not saying which is another cool thing he's not flat out saying don't believe in god ah. he's not saying he's an atheist he's not even saying you know you should be an atheist or you shouldn't even like think about that but i'm what i he is essentially just saying don't be afraid to question and that's mm-hmm. it don't don't be don't let people intimidate you don't let you know if you have questions about god Try to figure it out. That's well. That's why we're a big reason why we're here, just right? Them. It's just a fear, just to to figure things out. We have these big, we have these big brains that question everything else around us except your creator. Yeah, like that. You know that doesn't that doesn't bother you. Doesn't really make you like. If anything, that makes me shy away from religion. Yeah. Right. The fact that I can't question. The fact that I have so many unanswered. Um, you know questions about life and you know how you know what does god want and i mean no wonder the song related to you the most or sure you it for your favorite no 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 they, and it's with a lot of the ideas in it yeah 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 i mean it's i i but i feel like this for a long time and i do feel and it, it's cool that somebody else has the, the 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 courage to really rap about something like this about not being afraid to question it versus just right. shitting on religion and shitting on Christianity. I've seen that. I do, You've and it, that that times. bugs me. I don't like it when you shit on when people shit on religion just yeah. like that. That's another thing that does bother me. Right. It's not religion that I have a problem with. It's just the, the lack of questioning and the lack of thinking for yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. really the main issue that I have with it, and when and that's why I like the song so much. Another cool song was the uh, Real Game. <laughs> Oh, it's on. You just did it now. Okay. Okay. Oh, tip. Oh, check it out. I got the passes. I got the shots. Got it all, baby. <laughs> Larry Bird couldn't fly, buddy. Never went stale because he could pass to Danny Ainge or Kevin McHale. That was really cool. That, that was a really cool. I've never really heard a... a, a good song about a good rap song about basketball you know what i mean like the last good song or not the last song that i remember hearing about basketball particularly was uh was curtis blow oh uh, yeah playing basketball that song uh, sucks yeah <laughs> i like the way the dribble up and down the court that's catchy as hell <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, you know what? Song. Fair enough. I may I may not appreciate it for because of its time, but I mean I'm listening to it. I'm like, dude, this is corny as fuck. Like it just I did not, and I think and it reminded me of the movie Like Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it did remind sure. me of that movie. But yeah, this song. I mean, again, <coughs> Shad gets into the dialogue format, and he's talking with his white friend B Green. It should be B White, mm-hmm. and they're talking about. Which basketball style is better, black basketball or white basketball? Right. Hear a lot of great references about Larry Bird and the Celtics. You yes. hear about the Chris Webber scandal. Really interesting. Thing what was that Chris? Webber, what was that Chris Webber scandal? Uh, Chris Webber in college, he was part of Fab Five. There was five really good college players. With Jalen Rose. Yeah, Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of other ones. Jawan Howard. <laughs> maybe I, he might might have been the fifth one, but. There were five great basketball players. Anyways, Chris Webber was on that team, and he got caught taking money under the oh, table. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he goes, uh, ask, in the song, he goes, goes from his economics knowledge. Hell no. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so now that, that does make a little bit more sense. There's so much basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. history in this song. The white guy goes... Um, you know, without John Paxton or Steve Kerr, you never would have seen a Bulls 3P t-shirt. That's right, yeah. Referencing these clutch shots that they Smart. made in the finals and in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The only pistol Pete Mar- uh, Maravich was, had was in his nickname. Funny line. That was cool. I mean, there's a... It, it, the it does. last white boy I seen with the ring was Frodo. Yes, that was my favorite line. That's oh, a good man, line. that would funny make me, that hell, one made me laugh. That was funny as fuck. This is my second favorite song on the album. I love basketball so much. I miss basketball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I miss basketball, but I mean, hearing this song, it's, it's fun to go through. There's so many different points in the song where they talk about a specific moment in history in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's a, a mentioning of Tim Donahue or Donaghy. Mm-hmm. I think it's Donaghy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the crooked referee for the uh, for the Rockets? Is that the, is that that crooked one for the Rockets? Uh, he was crooked just in the league. Okay, so you mm-hmm. might have you know. I think yeah, one of those yeah, games, possibly. But, yeah, he was taking money and he was gambling and he was fixing, you know, things to happen. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I did hear about that. You don't know. No, I think you're right. I just didn't put a name to it. He was like, yeah. he was like fixing games. He was betting on specific he was games. On yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That he, makes he sense. Wouldn't necessarily fix yeah, them, you're right. But he knew where to put them. Yeah, that makes sense. No, no, I, I, I know, I know exactly what you're there's, talking there's about. There's so many references to NBA history in this. Again, no real resolution, but there's a funny outro to the song. Where they're playing uh, an old NBA game, and he goes, "My mom can dunk. No, she could touch rim still. She could touch rim at least. It's just a funny thing to end the song." That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. When he was just kind of like they were just like I think it sounded like they were playing video games. They were just playing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. And they go and play basketball. Uh, It's fun. Funny song. You know, the more you know about Shad, he's actually. Huge into the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, after that song, obviously, you can tell like he—that's something he, that he he's likes. Obsessed with the NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, that was an awesome song. It was the second favorite song on the album. <laughs> Do you like the song Wild? Yeah, I like, the like song that song Wild. That song uh, again just has a bunch of lines in it. Did you like it or dislike it? It was okay. Another, another song I was kind of neutral about, but okay. nothing too special. Damn. Um, but I, like nothing too special in the sense of like I'm not. I'm not fucking with this beat every day. I kind of just uh, read it for... It's, it was like appreciating poetry, essentially. Yeah. That, that's kind of like what I got from some of the songs that didn't really catch me sonically. I kind of just appreciated just the way that 
it sounded when I recited them, right? Because it was kind of like it was it was uh, psychological pleasing to say some of the some of the lines that he was saying, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it sounds nice. It comes it sounds nice on the, like off the tongue and it feels good when you say it. it's like oh shit, all right, that that was that was tight, that was tight. Yeah, the song is just a feel good song to sort of ease the album up as you're about to get to the end of it. It's the last really feel good song. Um, I mean, it's something that I jam to. When I put it on, it's like the third or fourth one that I really bump. Mm-hmm. I bump I bump a lot of these songs. Yeah. This is one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. I just love all the shit in it. But yeah, I mean, he, he brags and separates himself from mainstream again and talks about future plans. You hear the Eminem flow. What's your favorite, what's your favorite line in the, in the song? In this song, uh, it's one of the first songs, or one of the first lyrics. The only time I use a bullet is in Microsoft Word. The Microsoft Word punchline. Death. Very funny. That is, that, no, that's cool. I, I, I really liked the, it was like a, it was not too long after that one. It was the, I'm more sufficient. Oh man, that's a, that's a tongue twister for me. Damn. Yeah. That's one of those ones where I kind of challenged myself to kind of say five times kind of fast, yeah, right? Because yeah, it was, yeah. was kind of like. Kind of have trouble pronouncing my R's, but once you do it, it's like, oh, sounds nice as shit. It's fun, man. Oof. Yeah, that's satisfying. Oh, man. I love it. Love it. This Good last song. one is the one I kind of want to talk to you. I really, honestly have no idea what this song is talking about. What do you? What are your impressions of it when you hear it? What do you What do you hear? Is there any one part that sticks out? My impressions, uh, it's kind of him just summarizing his life so far mm-hmm. as a 23-year-old. Okay. You know what I mean? Him... Uh, talking about a little, you know, kind of throwing in a little bit of religion, uh, religion here and then talking about God. Uh, God exhaled, the moon sli- uh, shivered in the blue river, stardust fell through space, released and gave it peace. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, God's on his mind for sure. So it's, I think overall, it was just kind of this is just wrapping it up. This is just kind of showing the the, the summary of, of who who he is and what he's about. Yeah, it is a little bit that. Right. He, um, the song is literally just about an ordinary man growing old. It's told really poetically, so you have to go and decipher each line if you really want to know what it's about. But the overall, I mean, I do. I, I really want to. I, I want to. I, I need you to explain it to me. Shad telling the story of a man dying, right, and going to heaven or having a flash of his life and his family's life, and he gets up there. He has this vision, and then they send him back to his body. He goes in his body, and he wakes up, and he's like, oh, my God, I need to write my life story because I want to be remembered. Mm-hmm. So he writes his life story. This is probably what you're seeing when you talk about Shad putting himself in the song. Shad's mm-hmm. writing his life story through the album. That right, 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 right. So the guy goes, comes back from heaven, writes his life story. Everybody reads it and is amazed. They know him now. And then he grows old, and he eventually does die. But he's left this story behind, the story that no one's ever told. He right. left it behind for people to read and remember by. So yeah, it's a little bit like it was kind of it was it was kind of long. I think another just, reason yeah, poem. another reason why I had a trouble listening to it was the 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 guitar. The guitar in it was it just didn't match. Yeah, the album. Right. You know what I mean? I, like it, it sounded nice. It was nice sounding guitar, but it it's, it just didn't fit with 
the the hip hop sound, which is something. So it kind of like I was like kind of just losing. I was just losing focus. Right. I think it was just it was just a little slow, and it was having. I think that's why I was having so much trouble interpreting what the song was about because I had to go back and back and just really pay attention to it. I was like. I really can't even. I just cannot, for the life of me, figure out what the fuck he's talking about. It sounds like this song was the one that was boring to you. Yes, yeah. only on the beat alone. Only on the beat alone. There was a lot. I mean, it is. It's a nice little read. Mm-hmm. It's a nice read. I like reading, uh, reading the lyrics, and I like kind of understanding his uh, his mindset. Right. You know what I mean. So, and it kind of, and it does give you kind of a hint of of how he thinks. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's kind of um, where his head's at at the time. Um, you know how it is growing up essentially like it's 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 cool and it's a it's a it's a heart it's a heartwarming heartwarming song lyrically lyrically yes and I think that was a good way to end the album yeah Um, that is my only critique on the song particularly is because (laughs) it's just that guitar riff it just didn't match I think it was just I just thought that was a poor choice of production interesting um even I think even personally, just with the nice little snare, I think would have would have done the song justice. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, wh- you're probably right. Yeah, I don't I don't think he was he was going for something like that. But I think you know had he just gone for something a little bit easier on the ears, yeah, add a snare. Just a little snare. Just a little. Just little, add a snare. Little, I don't think it'd be disrespectful little, to the song at all. I think snare loony over there. He was trying to do was just stay poetic and yeah. And it, it, it was a serious sort of background yeah. to the story but, almost. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think I'm I'm just talking this about from the perspective of a hater. I'm a hater. That's I'm right. always gonna find the hate. Like I, I just that's just who I am. You know, I'm it's, I love hating on things. I love finding what's wrong with it. That's overall I don't think it's a bad song. I think it was very beautiful. It was very heartfelt. It's from it was from the heart. You can tell that that's a, that's how he was feeling. How about the album overall? The if album, you had a, if you had to rate it, the album overall, I would give it a eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten, because I appreciate it, and that's what's the mo- replay value for you. Uh, I would listen to it when I. Let me see. I would listen to it probably. I could say maybe three, three or four more times. Yeah. With uh, in the rest of my life. Interesting. It's uh one of those albums that kind of um, if you're kind of needing to pick me up, kind of needing to hear, hear um somebody kind of tell you about their own struggles you know what mm. i mean because that, that that's something that that helps yeah it's something that helps it's therapeutic is to listen to somebody else's problems and kind of see how they're dealing with it it's right. it, it helps a lot so i mean if i was to, if i was feeling down about myself or just feeling down about life in general i mean i, I would like to to come to this i think it would it would comfort me yeah you know what i mean i mean yeah. what do you what do you do you rate it do you think it's a perfect is it a perfect score for you no no it's a nine out of ten for me the album as a whole doesn't go too far away from you know mellow beats, a little bit spacey. Mm-hmm. Musically, it's more relaxing than not. Yeah, it's not like I'm gonna go jam out to the instrumentals of the song. The vocals are a little bit quieter. Um, the cool thing, but I mean, I, I'm talking shit about this, but this is the cool thing about this album that I remember learning. It was I thought it was interesting was the he used this. Um, the money that he won from a rap from a rap contest, yeah, seventeen and right. seventeen and a half thousand dollars that he had made at, the, at that time, and then he used that to 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 fund this album. Yeah. So I mean, it was like I, I I'm trying to cut him a little bit slack. It's a little bit of slack here. I don't want it to be too harsh because overall, I don't think it's a bad album. I think it's a, it's a very 
this is a good debut album. I think this is a solid way to introduce your rap career. Yeah. Right. And obviously, he's had a lot of success, and he's he's a he's a he's a phenomenal rapper, phenomenal lyricist, phenomenal lyricist, phenomenal yeah. lyricist. Yeah. Yes. So my, I mean, he has a lot of my favorite rap songs of all time. Yeah, but I mean, Not so in this album, I think this is a solid way to 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 start out. Honestly, I think this is a, a good way to show the world who you are. The, yeah, the album for me really made its mark with just the lyrics and the messages. I heard them when I was young, and I still relate to them and learn mm-hmm. from them today. Mm-hmm. Talked about you know confusion of women. Talked about his mom questioning religion. Pretty heavy and mature themes for just a youngin like that. But he had gone through a ton of shit. There's an entire lecture on the NBA, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. Yeah, overall, 9 out of 10, because I'd say three or four of these songs don't have a lot of replay value for me, but most of them do. Yeah, the song Real Game, I can, I can, that's, that's the, that's my banger for the album. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? That's a song I can fuck with um, pretty much any day. Go listen to I Get Down again, one more time. I might have to go listen to, yeah, maybe, uh, really, like, I might have to listen to this in my car, because I yeah, listened yeah, to, yeah. The, I listened to all this in my headphones while I was, you know, right. chilling outside in my patio. So I think that's that's another thing that kind of makes a difference in the way that you listen to where you listen sure. to it, right? Where yeah. you listen to it in bed, in the shower, taking a shit. Surroundings, man. Yeah, um, it makes a difference in how you consume it. Yeah, no. This album to me is as fun to read as it is to listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I had more fun reading the lyrics than I yeah. did listening to I'll it. Tell you what, listening even if to you the don't beats. Listen to the album. Read some of these lyrics. They're amazing. You're gonna they're tongue twister esque. Mm-hmm. You're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna laugh. There's so many jokes. In it's this. tough. Yeah. So far, I have not been able to recite any of the any of the lyrics without without stuttering my without words. The, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. And there's a lot, there's a lot of tongue twisters. A lot of confusing. Uh, just a lot of meshed together words. Something that you know the the great Eminem was the was the king at. He was the king, man. Um. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing this album with me. Um, do you have any more thoughts about this? So this is this is all I would like to try to say. My powerful prophetic phonetics penetrate this renegade's relic raps rugged and demonstrates how to scoop honeys with nothing but that angelic face. God damn, that is tough. That's a tough one to say. You They're have really to really focused. enunciate that one. And I'm saying it slow, <laughs> and I have the words right in front of me. Chad is rapping this in real time and saying it in the song. Yeah, like he doesn't even notice it. That That's another thing just All right, absolute that's, that's the last thing I'd like to say about it. It's a good album, though. Yeah, man, thank you for showing it to me, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank, yeah, you for yeah. your, thank you for your time. Thank you for talking to me about this. All right, All right yeah, we'll see you in the next one for yeah. sure. And there you have it. There you have it. That was the review of When This Is Over, appropriately titled first album review that we're doing here on Comedian Ordinaire. That one was so much fun. That is in my top three, probably top two rap albums of all time. And if you haven't had the chance to go and listen to it, I hope those little samples in in the podcast did it for you. I hope that's enticing enough. Um... And if that's not, then you listen to somebody talk about a rap album for a whole hour, and you're not listening to that album. So that's also pretty crazy. Um, Yeah, that album kind of changed the way I see a lot of things and changed the way I acted towards people and stuff like that. So pretty influential. And it's catchy as hell, I think, and uh, lyrically dense, like like we said in the podcast. But it was a lot of fun, so shout out to Josh. Thank you for recording that. Um, if you would like to support this podcast again, you can tell a friend, tell a friend, share it. There's so many people sharing. Um, 
And I love all of you guys so much. Thank you for doing that. So shout out to Jeremiah. Shout out to Alex. I mean, all these people that are sharing. Shout out to me because I've shared it once. It's amazing. Um, so please, I, I, I really do appreciate that. And if you keep doing that, that's amazing. You can go and rate it on iTunes. You can do all this stuff. Um, yeah, like if you would, if you have the thought, hey, maybe that'll support him. That's probably a good thing to do. So maybe you should just go and follow your gut and get the logo tattooed on your bicep. If you really want to support it, you can do that. Um, and <laughs> I don't I don't really have much else to say. I got more of these podcasts coming, one in a couple of days. I'm going to try to put one out every two or three days at most. And, uh, wow, I guess I just got more editing to do. Don't I always end by saying I need to go edit? What a boring thing to say and do but i gotta do it so shout out to you guys thank you for listening i'll see you in a couple of days So I don't play thug and try to fit with the killers like OJ's gloves. So cats love to see me like they don't pay subs. Out to create buzz. Know that SK can shake clubs like hard thieves or golfers. Crazy compulsive cold killers. So ill I'm giving composition ulcers. These fears, frenetic poetics, pierce the pathetic plagues. My powerful prophetic phonetics penetrate this renegade. Relic raps rugged and demonstrates how to scoop honeys with nothing but that angelic face. Aesthetic base. Ways get shredded. I set it straight for the hapless half with homies that hesitate. The hella great. Elevated skills you celebrate practice kid up in this hill since seventh grade i dedicate this to my sister the crew and thanks for coming out but the competition is through i can tell Suckers and frauds with soft stamina don't trouble me. Duck or I'll damage on camera publicly when I utter these subtleties. Brother, please. I'm the biggest thing out of Canada since Pamela's double D's. Colleagues and critics all apply the accolades. I aptly describe how my flyness fascinates. I activate the part of me that advocates the artistry, the slick sharp tongue that could lacerate an artery like an axe to the heart. Hacking apart cats, lacking the smarts, cause I've mastered the heart. I synchronize my syndicate for rhymes, syncopation, even skits that I improvise, sit in syndication of my sinful sin. Taxing, simple grin flash, cause dimes fall victim when my dimples impact. Cats listen close for quotes of vibe to it. I school dudes and make God students of my music. The dumb sound dopest with their mic lines muted while my IQ was so high you couldn't fly to it. I get down. Languages used to bruise and stick damages to other bands and the crews till all the slick managers do is disband their wounds. This man is just too sick for Canada's amateurs. I make them do do flips like coin tosses. When I rip mics like loincloths ripped off a groin, join the click or get going. Kids are showing softness. I cross kids like hot saucers while imposters talking jock like Bob Costas. This colossus is so pompous, it's preposterous. I'm always jamming like Eater Tosh's rosters, getting the thoughtless. Toss quicker than the Moffats in the marsh pit homes. I get down like acrostic homes. My resort. Home more forces than the torque of 400 horse Porsches. I can tour, twist and torch kids with my overlorphus till these dorks is nothing more than some scorched corpses. I get down.
Check. Yep. Say things. Could you chew louder? Uh, yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. No, you please. No, no, no. no I'm just talking shit. <laughs> Is there a louder food that you could eat as well? Yeah, I got chips. All right. <laughs> eat a chip. Yeah, I got chi- I got chips with uh, pop rocks. Fucking shake your.